COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC sativa pod you can find and subscribe to our podcast on spotify itunes anchor.fm overcast radio republic TuneIn, stitcher iHeartRadio, and the google play music store please rate and review us on itunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs if you like what we are doing please become a patreon supporter of the podcast and support us supporting us helps Helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and above tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And a special thanks goes out to our current Patreons and supporters. Shout out to our friends of the show, Reefer Revolution, for supporting the podcast. Shout out also to Joey One Love 420, also a friend of the show and contributor of, of the show uh, and founder and frontman of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So for today's episode, this is going to be the next installation of legalizing, why you should legalize cannabis, um, or reasons for, or, or aka our reasons for legalization series. Um, in this series we go over um why people should legalize cannabis especially if they live in a state that's putting this to direct ballot or um that's going to be voting on it in in new jersey adult use is going to be in the ballot in south dakota not only is adult use going to be in the ballot but um medical is going to be in the ballot too um mississippi medical will be on the ballot um and Montana and Arizona are going to have adult use for all adults on the ballot. So um, this is more so for the adult use, um, for the folks voting for adult use, but I'm sure people voting for medical could take some things out of this series. So 
Um, again, next, this is the second installation and it's titled adult use customers buy cannabis to use over the counter or OTC for medical purposes. And, um, another thing I wanted to bring up before we start the episode, we got Julian Assange must be freed and he must not be extradited to, um, the United States. Um, Telling the truth and, and, and revealing the what the powers that be are doing, that's journal. That's journalism, and that's similar to what we do. Um, again, not to the magnitude and not to the, not to the size and not to the scope that WikiLeaks does. But I mean, again, we're 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 putting out information, and um, you know, we're just exposing the truth and. If they can, if if they can go after Julian Assange, then there'll be no hope for us um, in the U.S. and in other areas um, in in terms of spreading our message and reaching out to regular Janes and regular Joes on making cannabis affordable, accessible, and legal. That, that that's going to cease to exist if they can go after Julian. If they can go after him, they can go after they can go after me. They can go after you. So. Um, Definitely keep abreast of what is happening with um, with Julian Assange. Um, journalism is not a crime. All right. So now that that housekeeping is out of the way, um, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. I can also be found on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod, on Instagram at I Am Cannabis Sativa. All right, so I'm going to read this article from Marijuana Movement. Recreational marijuana store customers consume to help pain and sleep study find. So people, when when recreational slash adult use becomes legal in a state, you're not creating a whole bunch of new consumers. What ends up happening is that the people that were using prior to legalization, you know, they were getting from their gal or their guy or or they were getting medical or whatever. Those people transitioned from being either being patients or transitioned from getting it from their dealer to going to the state legal stores. So they're just, so the people that have been using, let's say 20% of the population or 10 to 20%. So I've heard, I've heard surveys done in my state saying that one in five adults use on a regular basis. So let's just say that between 10 and 20% in a given state use for, for, you know, on a, on a, on a, on a frequent, um, semi-daily basis. Let's say that numbers between 10 to 20% of the population. Um, that's, I mean, we're still a minority at that point, but if, if 10 to 20% of the population, um, is using, and most of them are using for, for medical purposes or are, are, going to the dispensaries and buying strains for their medical needs instead of, you know, getting a card, being on a government list, giving up gun rights, yada, yada, yada. Um, 
that's what people are doing with recreational. People aren't just buying this to go to concerts or buying this to go to those get drunk and paint um, group on things. No, they're they're actually getting this to treat pain, but um, because you know maybe they work a job where they have to be they have to have security clearance so they can't really be associated with cannabis. Maybe they work in a field where they're regularly drug tested, or maybe they just don't want their 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 employer for whatever reason um to know that they use so a lot of people and and like i said earlier um patients in most states can't own firearms so a lot of people will skip getting medical marijuana even though they have conditions that can benefit they'll just buy on the street or they'll just buy from these recreational shops so when you're seeing this, when you're seeing the study from Marijuana Moment or this article from Marijuana Moment saying that recreational marijuana store customers consume to help pain and sleep, if again, if that's ten, to, if ten to twenty percent of your population are going from their street dealer to treat pain and sleep to the state legal stores, then the state is getting that tax dollars and. Um, instead of that random dealer getting it and it not being taxed, they are the ones getting it. And again, people are getting it for medical purposes. They're not just getting it for concerts. They're not just getting it to, to, to goof around and play video games all day. It's being used to treat actual medical illnesses without being on that list and, you know, alerting employers, alerting um, agencies or whatever so they can pres preserve their privacy. I mean, like I, like I told you when I got my card, it was it was a two week decision. It was a two week deliberation because I did not want to give up my Second Amendment rights. And most people don't in this country. It's it's a right that all law abiding people of age have in, in the United States. And you shouldn't give up your rights without a fight for any reason. But. Uh, Again, I was very, very divided and conflicted, and I could see why some people they just get on the recreational market. But let me, let me, let me read the article and continue with it. People who shop at recreational dispensaries aren't just using cannabis to have a good time. In fact, a new study reports that many adult-use customers consume marijuana for the same reasons medical patients do: to help with pain and sleep. A growing body of research has shown the health benefits of legal marijuana access, including association with lower use of opioids. The, the problem with these laws, however, is that they usually require a physician's recommendation or registration with the state's medical cannabis program to get access. This means many people who live in states where medical marijuana is legal face barriers to health care and are still unable to access cannabis to help alleviate their symptoms. New research published in the Journal of Psychoactive Drugs this week, however, shows some people in areas with broader adult use legalization is in effect are sidestepping these requirements to get the relief that they need from cannabis retail shops. Again, Mr. Sativa has people close to him that have asked, oh, um, like, like that have asked about the recreational dispensaries. People, I mean, I'm not going to give away the soap here, but, you know, people that are close to me that don't normally really use cannabis, but um, would use it for sleep if, you know, if they're in town in Massachusetts or if their state were illegal. So, I mean... 
There's there's a lot more than meets the eye, you know. Any let me let me, let me go back to what I was reading before. New research published in the Journal of Psychiatric Drugs this week, however, shows that some people in areas where broader adult use legalization is in effect are sidestepping these requirements to get the relief they need from cannabis retail shops. In a survey of adult use customers, the study states, we found that the majority reported taking cannabis to relieve pain or to promote sleep. In addition, most respondents taking cannabis for pain or sleep reported substituting cannabis for prescription or over-the-counter and analgesics, probably butchering that, or sleep aids. Researchers surveyed a thousand people. So again, that's another perk of doing this. Um, maybe this might have to be a set, a set alone episode, but in states where medical marijuana is legalized, or in states where the, that have adult use, people if they get if they get Medicaid or Medicare, they're they use less prescriptions on the state's Medicare exchange or their state's Medicaid exchange and then that saves that individual state money there's like an actual study about this that was that's a couple years old maybe that might be the next episode or maybe that might be the episode we do in a couple days I don't know but again that can that can get its own episode but I, I want to get back to the article researchers surveyed a thousand people who, who shopped at Two Colorado dispensaries and were not certified to access medical marijuana for medical purposes. The study's goal was to get a better understanding of how these customers use cannabis to treat their symptoms as a substitute for prescription and over-the-counter medication. Again, this is adult use is over the it's over-the-counter cannabis for people over 21. That's basically what it is. That's what that's what the populace populace of states that have legalized. That's that's how it has functioned, and that's how it has functioned in my state that's how um it has functioned in all the states that i've legalized people are basically treating this like okay because i mean i've had um like i have i have seasonal allergies um there was a time when allegra the 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 allergy medicine um people over 30 will know what i'm talking about there was a time that that was you could your only your doctor could prescribe that but i want to say sometime in the aughts they made it so you can get Allegra um, over the counter at most CVSs or Publix or, you know, Rite Aid or Dwayne Reed, whatever. You can get it over the counter most places you get medicine now, but it used to be prescription only. Like with adult use, it's the same thing in a sense. Like it's before you had to get a card, you have to be certified to need it. And then now anyone who has an acute attack can buy it for whatever reason they deem fit. They don't have to go through a middle woman or middle man or middle person. They can just get the drug. But um, but yeah, I mean, to, to tie that back to like real life examples and to tie that back to non-canvas examples, I mean, Allegra, that used to be prescribed um, only by your allergy doctor. Or um, what other thing that was prescription only? Um, I think a lot of those antacids, like Prilosec and all those, like those used to be, those used to be like, there used to be a lot more like antacids that were like, you had to get them prescription only, but now you can just get it for whatever reason you need it. 
adult use serves the same function as, as those examples I, I've talked about. The study's goal was to get a better understanding of how these customers use cannabis to treat their symptoms as a substitute for prescription and over-the-counter medications. In addition to gathering socio-demographic socio information, researchers asked participants about their health status, how cannabis changed their their use of over-the-counter and prescription drugs, and if and how cannabis impacted their pain and sleep. The majority of respondents said that they used marijuana to relieve pain, 65%, helped them to sleep, 74%. Among the respondents taking over-the-counter pain medications, 82% reported reducing or stopping use of these medications, the, the study states. Among respondents taking opioid analgesics or analgesics, Jessics or whatever the heck. I, again, I'm not. I'm not a doctor. Um, taking medical advice from me would be a profoundly stupid idea. Eighty-eight percent reduced reported reducing or stopping use of these medications. Additionally, more than eighty percent of these participants who had taken sleep aids, including those obtained with a prescription, also said they reduced or stopped taking those medications altogether. The majority reported that cannabis decreased their medication use. Adult cannabis, adult use cannabis laws may broaden access to cannabis for the purpose of symptom relief. Our findings suggest that de facto medical use may be highly prevalent among adult use customers and that access to adult use cannabis market may influence individuals use of other medications the study authors wrote again this is probably this is likely why um um shout out to our listeners in arizona we we hope you pass um 207 with smart and safe legalization and we hope it does not end up like four years ago where incest the opioid company donated half a million dollars to the arizona um campaign to keep marijuana illegal they donated half a million dollars to keep it from being legal because they would they would literally lose money like this article is saying hopefully we don't we don't suffer the same outcome where adult use fails in Arizona and in all the states that are voting on it Our findings suggest that de facto medical use may be highly prevalent among adult use customers and that access to adult use market may influence individuals' use of other medications. The study's authors wrote, despite the fact that adult use laws often called recreational, the findings suggest that many customers are more interested in consuming cannabis for its therapeutic benefits. Normal D Deputy Director Paul Armentano said that he wasn't surprised by the results. Quote, several prior studies similarly show that the use of cannabis by qualified patients is associated with the reduction or even the elimination of certain other prescription drugs, specifically opioids, over time. These findings speak not only to the therapeutic efficacy of cannabis as an alternative analgesic anal option, but also its potential role as a harm reduction agent. In a statement, Dr. Gwem 
Worm and associate professor of clinical pediatrics at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine and, and study co-author explained the significance of these findings. Approximately 20% of adults suffer from chronic pain and, and one in three adults do not get enough sleep. In states where adult use cannabis is legal, our research suggests that many individuals bypass the medical cannabis route, which requires registering with the state and instead opting for the privacy of a legal adult use dispensary. She cautioned, however, that more research is needed to understand the benefits and side effects of cannabis, as well as the ramifications of substituting cannabis for pharmaceuticals. The, ch the challenge is is that health providers are far behind in knowing which cannabis products work and which do not, Werb said. Until there is more research into what cannabis products work and for which symptoms, patients will do their own trial and error experiments, getting advice from friends, social media, and dispensary employees. All right. So end of article, and this was from Marijuana Movement, and it was written by Kimberly Lawson. So I hope that I hope that helps. Um like this is this is this is like the shortest this is the shortest line between two points. Like like if if like the other reasons for legalizing are like are, are too much to think or are too much work to think of or you can't or they or they're on the tip of your tongue, like this is one of the easiest arguments. Like you can just, this is one of the easiest arguments to use. Um, so many people, um, so many Americans own guns and want to continue buying guns. And in fact, um, during this pandemic with, with, with COVID and with, 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 with the whole world being thrown in life for that situation, gun, gun purchases in the United States have gone on dramatically. Um, so people's ears are going to be tuned to the fact that, um, if you're a medical patient, if you, you know, um, you can't own guns in a lot of states or you can't buy new ones. But if you're if you use cannabis for adult use purposes and you don't register with the state, um, people's ration now is that y y you have more rights in doing so. But um, again, I'm not a lawyer. I don't play one on TV. Um Cannabis and 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 guns are not supposed to be in the same room. Even 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 if even if you live in a legal state, even if your state is legalized for recreational purposes, you're still breaking the law just as much. But I'm guessing the rationale a lot of people have is that you know you're not on that you're not self-incriminating by being on the government list. I mean I don't I don't know. I mean I'm not going to debate you know the the pros and cons of, of of which one but that's that's people's rationale a lot of the time and people's ears will perk up when they find that they can get the same medical relief as someone like me who's on a list um but not be on that list and just go to the store you know they can buy they can get the cow they can get the milk literally for free without even getting the cow um that's gonna perk a lot of people's ears up um and the fact that um, we, another thing is that we we had an episode a couple, um, I want to say like a year ago when we went to the when we went to Nikan, and we talked with a um, 
a doctor and dispensary owner in Massachusetts or we we were at a panel and she was saying that one of her um, patients he works for the federal government and we know what federal jobs federal jobs and federal um, employment you have to get um, you have to get you have to pass background checks you have to get security clearance and all that and a lot of people in those jobs they can't have anything to really do with cannabis so this guy was had a daughter who had epilepsy and because he can't be on a registry or get his daughter on a registry because they'll lose that job or whatever he goes on the recreational market in Massachusetts to get his his, his cannabis for his daughter like you have lots of people around the the United States in that situation where they work a specific job where they can't use or they work a job where they're back where they have security clearance they can use lose security clearance or they work a safety intensive job where they can't really be associated with it so a lot of people for privacy reasons and for the reasons I just talked about they buy their they buy their cannabis on the adult use market to use for them or for loved ones for medical purposes. Again, this is the this is the easiest line between two points. Um, if you don't remember any other reason, this is a very simple one to remember. Um, you can get health benefits without losing your right to own firearms, or without you know um, losing security clearance, or without. Um, being on a government list sacrificing privacy um because we're a country that inspires a healthy fear fear in our government so there's a lot of people you know and that's a prerogative that don't really trust government um that's that's part of the culture here so um if if you want to preserve your privacy and want to be able to get medicine just like medical patients passing adult use in arizona passing it in new jersey passing it in montana passing it in south dakota that's a key way to do it. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as Anchor, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, other platforms like it. If you want to become a Patreon and support our podcast for as low as $1 a month, you can do so by going to bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN and you can join our ever-growing and expanding Discord community at discord.gg. So it will be discord.gg slash 65TG2NR. And I can be found on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. So as always, everyone, stay Medicaid, my friends, and free Julian Assange. Peace. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h T T P S 
us colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.